Welcome to the Anxious Filmmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Broadhead. This podcast will teach you new and exciting ways to make money that still leave time and energy to do the things that matter most to you, like spending time with family, traveling the world, hiking Mount Kilimanjaro, or in my case, producing a series of ever-improving feature films. We'll be interviewing wildly successful entrepreneurs and amazing movie-making filmmakers to figure out the best ways to make a lot of money and the best ways to use that money to live the life you've always dreamed of living. To see short videos of the best moments from this episode, go to at AnxiousFilmmaker on TikTok and at TheAnxiousFilmmaker on Instagram. Oh, and don't forget to download my free guide on the 14 ways to afford your dream life without really trying from our website anxiousfilmmaker.com now let's get the episode started all right welcome to the show anna anna crow i am uh, very excited to hear more about you um i love your background and um that's that's an awesome i get real is the title of your podcast right that's correct yep yeah. thanks for having me on chris yeah sure thanks so um, can you give us a quick uh, bio and background on yourself? Sure. Um, as you said, Anna Crow, I'm the founder CEO of Crow PR. We are an integrated PR and influencer marketing agency. Uh, we have headquarters in San Diego and New York, and we've got our staff all across the country. And basically, we help brands build their reputation, protect it, and really just grow their revenue. Nice. Um, how did you get involved in PR and influencer marketing? Well, it's a very long story, but to sum it up, I, uh, I started actually in a very different profession. I started on the audit path at a big four CPA firm about 20 years ago, and I uh, figured out that I really loved uh, branding and I loved how um, some brands are powerful and successful and how to help establish a brand, a credible brand. And uh, my career path took me from accounting and finance to uh, marketing and sales. And eventually I found my way to public relations, which really married a lot of what I've come to love, including uh, client services, uh, ROI, uh, marketing, storytelling, writing, and, uh, and pitching. So it was just a natural uh, transition for me. And of course, I've been wanting to um, own and grow a business uh, as long as I can recall. So the, uh, the stars aligned and here we are today. Yeah, that's great. Um, I can definitely relate. I was, I was an accountant uh, for NASA uh, at the beginning of my career as well. Yeah. And I did not, did not enjoy that, that kind of work. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, there's parts of it that are obviously fascinating. And I think if you study accounting, you have a really great grasp of business and uh, obviously the PL, which is fantastic for your own business. But uh, yeah, it's, it's good when you find out what you love and what you uh, are more passionate about. Yeah. So one, one goal with, with every episode is that I try to inspire more folks to do, you know, to take that plunge to go from kind of like the comfortable but unsatisfying corporate uh, job to you know, doing something that they have more agency over. What, what convinced you to take the plunge? How, how did you um, muster up the courage to do that? Well, for me, it was uh, 
just a culmination of several years of experience. I really wanted to make sure that when I went out on my own, I had enough uh, business experience. I had enough um, opportunities to really pursue it. And after about 15 years in corporate America, I had a, such a great um, a breadth of experience working for some pretty big and iconic brands. And I was able to pick out all the things that I loved and uh, really put them into my own business, right? So for me, it wasn't, uh, wasn't a, a decision I made uh, in a lighthearted way. I really thought about it quite a bit. And at the end of the day, the passion for creating an organization and helping other businesses be successful was the ultimate driver. And so once I was able to put more of my vision into an actual plan, that was the time to execute. And that's when I started this business. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So when, when did you know you were ready to, to start the business? Well, I was ready for a couple of years before I actually did it. I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty methodical on some things. I'm uh, very action oriented and some and methodical in others. And I had a family and I wanted to make sure that I didn't make any decisions that would be uh, create a negative um, experience for my family. So I was ready for a little while. Um, I actually did a few side hustles. I, so I worked and I did some projects on the side, probably since the very beginning, my first job. I've always been passionate about pursuing new endeavors and trying different things. So always had some sort of a business on the side, but um, ultimately the decision to fully uh, pursue a business was when I knew I had a solid plan. And when I, uh, my, my passion and my vision for it were really strong and I knew that I also had a plan B. So I, again, I, I had a great wealth of experience and education. So I knew that I could fall back on that if I needed to. Uh, and at that time uh, is when I decided, okay, well, let me try this out. And if it doesn't work out for any reason, then I've got a plan B. But right now I feel really compelled about this plan A and I think it's gonna work. So now's the time to do it. I think timing is everything. Uh, but I also couple it with experience. There's nothing, um, I wouldn't have been able to be the business owner that I am if I didn't have the 15 years under my belt of running a business at other organizations. And uh, we're still always learning, of course, on the job. Every day you face with new challenges and obstacles, but I do really credit a lot of um, my success to the experience and the people that have um, helped shape my career. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, so you started in 2014, it, it says on your LinkedIn. Yeah, Christmas Eve. Yeah, well, for 2014 is when I filed for the uh, articles and I did all the, the business logistics. And our first day of business, um, and by our, I mean mine at the time, was uh, January 2015. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, that's awesome. So I, I think I read somewhere like, 80% of businesses go out of business within the first three years. You've obviously been in business for um, seven years, almost seven years. Yeah, six years, yeah. Um, what, what has been your secret for not falling into those 80% of businesses that fail? Well, I wish there was one thing that I could put my finger on and say, okay, if you just do this, then it leads to a longevity and sustainability. Uh, for me, it was a combination of things, right? One was finding a community of uh, business professionals and other entrepreneurs and owners that I could learn from, grow with, um, that help serve as a mirror to me versus um, just telling me, 
great job or you did this. I, I think it's important to be able to look objectively at everything you're doing and have, have a sounding board that can show you, okay, here's what's going on. Um, and also those that you can really learn from their experience, right? A lot of, um, despite the type of business you're growing, scaling a business is very similar for a lot of companies. And so uh, people make mistakes along the way. It's always helpful to learn about those mistakes so you can potentially prevent some and then pass it on and uh, pay it forward to the other business owners and say, okay, I did this, that, and the other. Um, and here's my takeaway. Here's what I've learned. So it's, it's that continuous conversation in that community that has really helped me. Um, and then outside of that, really just having a strong vision, believing in the vision and um, being curious. I'm very curious by nature. And I ask a lot of, well, what if we tried this? What if we tried this? Let's just do it, see what happens. So not being afraid to uh, see the outcome of those experiences, but embracing them. And if it doesn't, something doesn't work out, then it's a great learning opportunity and we'll do it differently another time. Um, and obviously over the course of the last six years, I've had a few of those, right? Where you try one thing and uh, it's unfortunate when things don't work out, but you learn and you do it better the next day. You might take, and then other times you take leaps and bounds forward. So being curious and, and continuing on that journey with them, um, still continued passion and enthusiasm, I think is really important too. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, and, and where did you find this community? So there are so many different organizations out there and I've vetted a few of them. Uh, at the end of the day, I ended up joining the Entrepreneurs Organization, which is a global mm -hmm. organization. And let, let, that led me to uh, different groups within um, in the world, really. I have a community here in San Diego. I work a lot uh, with um, other leaders in different markets, especially through Zoom now, you're able to connect with everybody. But um, I'm always on the lookout for like-minded individuals, those that I can help and those that can help me, right? Those two, two uh, two-way relationships are really important. So I, I joined the Entrepreneurs Organization. I joined a philanthropic organization that was formed by a group of entrepreneurs called Peers. And for me, those have really been instrumental in my development. And I've actually joined the boards of both so that I can help pay it forward to other business owners who are looking to grow and who um, may be either new or maybe this is their third venture, but they're in a different industry. So I always love giving back in that way as well. Mm -hmm. and, and what are the, I, I've heard of EO, a lot of uh, my clients and mentors are in either EO or YPO. Um, what, what, is, what are the qualifications to get into EO? So there's, like you said, there's EO, YPO, and EO has this really cool uh, sub-organization called EOA, which is Accelerator. And that um, organization uh, is really, really focuses on growing businesses to over a million dollars. So you've got to have a prerequisite of 250K a year annual revenue to join. And the idea is they give you three years to grow to a million. So as soon as I hit my first 250,000, I joined that group. And mm -hmm. then it took a couple of years for me to hit the million dollars. And then once I hit that, then I graduated into EO. And, um, and now I'm on the board of both EO and EOA, helping other people graduate to get into EO and set their goals even higher. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. What, um, I, I guess first, what was key to getting to 250K in revenue? And then what was key from going 250 to a million? 250 was just head down, 
do the best you can do <laughs> and uh and pray you can pay your bills yeah. that was 250. Uh, and I remember when I got to 250, I didn't even acknowledge it. I was like, okay, good to 50. Let's just get into, you know, let's, now, now a million, right? And then similarly, a lot of head down, a lot of asking questions and uh, just hard work. And then also starting to look at the processes and the systems and the people, right? So the first quarter of a million, you're just, how can I do the work so I can pay these bills and how to do it well so people want to recommend me? And then after that, it's okay, how do I set the right tools and systems in place so I can replicate these processes? And how do I hire the right people? How do I fire the wrong people? So a lot of decisions there. And then I remember I got to a million and it was, it's, it's so crazy when you're thinking about this goal and you're so committed to a goal, at least I am. I'm like, okay, focus, goal, goal, this is what I need to get to. And then I surpassed the goal and I'm like, okay, great, next goal. I don't even, I didn't even take the time to acknowledge the million. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's been already in my head, like this, this is the real thing. And so um, now I'm working towards YPO. Uh, it's, a, it's a bold goal, but uh, like with any goal, it's achievable. It's just a matter of time and effort. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Were, were there any key takeaways or key shared experiences help that your EO community you know, helped or, or gave to you that kind of shortened the, the period from 250K to a million? Absolutely. I am such a proponent of EO and EOA. Um, number one, you get to be in a forum of uh, like-minded professionals that you see every month for an extended amount of time. And you've got a coach that helps guide you. Uh, number two, you've got these um, growth days every quarter where you spend a whole day working on your business. I think when you're scaling any business owner, we're so busy working in the business. I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do this, but it's really hard to find time to step out and work on the business. But as a CEO of a growing company, working on the business is pretty much the most important stuff you can do. But you can't do it if you don't have the reinforcement and the people to work in the business and without giving the systems and tool in tools in place so that the work in the business is done in the way that is intended. And so it's a very, very tough uh, part. And they call this the valley of death, right? You get to a million dollars and most businesses fall off at that point as well. In fact, only 2% of women owned businesses make it over a million dollars because you get there and then it's just, it's so hard and you face with a whole new slew of challenges. And so um, for me, having those growth days where we focused on cash, how to remain cash flow positive, on strategy, how to build the right strategy for your business, on execution, how to not take that strategy and execute. And then of course on people, how do you find the right talent? And more importantly, how do you get rid of people that no longer serve the purpose and are, um, are, are the right for the organization for whatever reason that is. Um, and it's not necessarily a negative thing, but as a company grows, uh, you have to continuously reassess your team and um, invest in your team uh, where appropriate and keep finding the right talent so that you can keep building the company or the organization together. And um, yeah, I think for me, it's just having those tools and, and access to that sort of information and coupled with the network all in all, other business owners where sometimes trying to solve someone else's problem is instrumental in solving your own. You may not even realize you have a problem until someone else voices their problem and you go, wait a second, I'm, I'm dealing with the same exact thing. I didn't even think about it because I wasn't looking at it that, from that direction. I was still in the business looking at it. So um, those have been really instrumental for me. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. 
um, definitely got me excited to explore EOA. <laughs> yes, you uh, definitely should. And I'm happy to connect you with the chapter uh, membership. I, I know a lot of people around the globe that would um, uh, be happy to chat with you, I'm sure. I uh, appreciate that. And I'm happy to connect you with uh, my clients and mentors in YPO. If That'd I, be fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay, so final question. Um, and it is open-ended and rather ambiguous. And you, I think you kind of started answering it a little bit, but uh, I, I would like to hear more. My final question is, what are you working towards? In life, in business? <laughs> what are you thinking? I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's ambiguous. I, I'm always intrigued with uh, how, how my guests interpret this question. So it's okay. however you would like to answer it. Well, on the professional level, I'm working towards growing and scaling our business and uh, finding the right uh, people for our organization that um, enable us to really uh, be a trailblazer in this industry and do things um, smarter. So I'm working on that. And then in life, I think um, continuing to um, solidify my journey and continuing to uh, work on myself as a leader, as a human, as a professional, as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, uh, all the things, right? Just continuing to have that awareness and uh, work on myself so that um, there is um, some mastery of, um, of my own life that I, that I can look back and say, okay, I've dedicated some time and I've really shaped my journey and I've done it in the most authentic way. Um, for me, authenticity is the most important thing. One of the most important things, of course, behind, besides health. Uh, and uh, I want to make sure that I live my most authentic life. And so that's, that's a journey. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I, I can, I can see just from our, our short time together that you, you, you walk the talk. Thank you. Uh, I try every day. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard. <laughs> no, and it's, uh, you're, you're, your business and your life and your accomplishments and your book, uh, very, very impressive. You are um, Thank you. the real deal. And um, <laughs> I, feel, uh, I feel lucky to have gotten to speak with you right now. Uh, well, thank you. No, I appreciate you asking me. It's always so great to connect with other yeah. uh, professionals. And yeah, and, and there's, if there's anything I can do, you let me know because I'd yeah. love to pay it forward. Awesome, appreciate that. And where can our listeners find out more about Anna Crow? Well, I've got, uh, LinkedIn is always a, a great place. It's Anna Crow, obviously, and you can see my photo. I'm in a blue dress. And then um, our website is crowpr.com, uh, crow with an E. And we've got our podcast episodes. There's some information about my book on there, our philosophy and um, all those cool things. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to, to join us today. And, uh, of course. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. To see the complete show notes, specific links to everything mentioned, and to download my free guide on the 14 ways to afford your dream life without really trying, please go to the show's website, anxiousfilmmaker.com. And don't forget to follow us on TikTok at anxiousfilmmaker and on Instagram at theanxiousfilmmaker to see short videos of the most valuable moments from this episode. And like Grandpa always said, stay interested and you'll always be interesting. Yeah.